The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Spirit of the living God, I thank you this morning for what you are going to do in this service. I thank you for your wonderful people. The Bible says, no one comes unto me except the one drawn by my father. I thank you because in your might and power, you went and brought all your people to you this morning. You have brought them to do something in their lives. Lord, let this word find full expression in each one's life. Let it be noted that on this day, this happened in my life. Let the testimony give glory to your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. I was told in the course of the week that you are dealing with the topic of walking in favor. And, uh, and I, thank what, I thank God for what the man of God said. Uh, a man of favor is a dangerous man. It is foolishness to tackle, to be on the other hand of somebody walking in favor. Because when you are walking in favor, you are walking with God. So the fight and the battles of somebody under favor is a fight against God. And you can't fight God. So that's why favor is everything. And don't forget that we are receivers. Everything in our lives, there are things God chose in his prerogative to put in our lives. Uh, the highest form of foolishness is somebody, for somebody to be saying, I'm self-made. I, never do, I don't want to be self-made. I will never be self-made in my life. It will never happen. I can't be self-made. Because you are limited in your ability. So you don't want to be self-made. I want to be favored. I want to walk under God's favor. When you are in favor, inexplainable things happen in your life. When you are walking in God's favor, the whole world, including you know that you don't deserve what you have. It's God's favor. People begin to ask questions. Many people will get mad because they know this kind. Why is this? He doesn't deserve this. That's who I want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be self-made. Yeah. So in the precious name of Jesus, you will become man and woman of favor yeah. in the highest, highest dimension this morning. Yeah. In Jesus' mighty name. So when I was told I was praying to the Lord, what should I say this morning to your people? In the last two days, it's been very busy, but... You know, God will always speak to you no matter what you are doing. And the Lord reminded me of a story we, which I'm going to start that will lead us into the message. In the year 2013, I, 2012 crossover service to 2013, we just had a crossover service in California. Our church, headquarters church was in Oakland at that time. And, uh, and my son here was there. So I won lady in our other church, two hours away, Stockton, California, came and brought an, a, a bottle of oil. So he said, Dad, can you bless this oil for me? So he gave me the bottle of oil. I held it in the hallway, in the sanctuary, not in my office. I said, Father, I ask for your blessing over this oil. Make it an agent of signs and wonders in Jesus' mighty name. I gave it to her. Then I left. I went home was crossover service. Then on Sunday following, we were in service, service held normally. Then I got back home. Around 5 p.m., she called me. 
She didn't have my number. I know those but sometimes she got my number. She called me. She said, sir, I need to see, talk to you. I said, what's going on? I was kitted. I was about to be going to the gym. I said, what's going on? He said, the oil you gave me, I went to go and anoint. I anointed my house everywhere when I got home. I anointed. I went to my friend. They'd be having challenges. I anointed them. Then, now they came in two cars to my house. Because shortly after I left, the 15-year-old boy started talking. I said, what is he saying? He said, well, they don't understand. Me too, I don't understand. What is he saying? They said, well, they need to see you. I said, well, I'm tired. I'm going to the gym. It's, it's Sunday evening. Tell them I'm not available. He said that. They refused. They said they must see you wherever you are. They came in two cars. I said, what's the problem? I said, these people are here, sir. I need to see you. I said, OK, let them drive down. They're going to drive close to two hours to the whole clan. Then I call around. I call, go one of my pastors. I said, let's meet at church also. We got to church shortly after they came. Um, they came. I said, what's going on? They said, well, she came. She poured oil on our head. And uh, this boy started talking. And we have to go back to her because she's the one that brought oil to our house. <laughs> and when we got to her, she said, you give her the oil. So I said, what's going on? I didn't give her the oil. She brought the oil to me. I blessed. So what's going on? They said, this boy said he killed somebody. He destroyed something. And we don't understand. So I called her. I said, what's going on? He said, my name is Blackus. His normal name was Junior. All of them wearing Blackus for the first time. He said, my name is Blackus. I said, okay, what about Blackus? He said, I belong to the other world. I said, what is going on? He said, I've killed seven people. I caused the spirit of disfavor over my mother. That's leading us to the theme, the spirit of disfavor. I said, come on, talk to me, what's going on? Who are the people you have killed? By the time he mentioned the third or fourth name, the mother fell down. So who are you? I'm in witchcraft. Really? So let's talk. This boy started talking. Then the mother on her hand told me, this boy moved to her in 2009. This was 2013. In four years, he crashed the destiny of the mother. From owning a home, started living in shelter. A shelter is a free place to live. It's not the best place to live in America. Started going to Church of the Latter-day Saint because they give food. The woman said that day, he said, we were going there, there's no power. We we're going there because they give food. The mother became a beggar. He said, I caused the spirit of disfavor over her. The mother said, since the mother now realized that everything went south since 2009. They let her go on job. She said, all my friends became my enemy. He said, if two friends were fighting, they caused, called me to break her peace. Both of them would settle, they would fight me. Things went bad. The boy said, all I did was spirit of disfavor. The mother now had a new boyfriend. He came together, was a Muslim. When this lady, this, when they were entering my office, my, the pastor that came with me was a woman. She, so she said, you can't enter the, that office with this with heart on your head. He said, I'm a Muslim, I can't remove it. 
She said, no, you can't enter. We won't let you. I said, let him enter. No problem. He entered. So I said, who has him? The, and I asked this boy. I said, who is in witchcraft that you know? That your parent may know? He mentioned first name. The second name he mentioned was the ex-wife of the mother's new boyfriend. He, they had never met physically before. He had never been to Oregon before. And that man moved from Oregon to be dating the mother. So he said, Hallie's. They said, which Hallie's? He said, it's out of state. Which state? He said, Oregon. By the time he described, the man realized it was his ex-wife. The man removed the hat. He grabbed oil on my table. He gave my hand. <laughs> and I made his cup to run over. I drenched him with I finished the bottle on his head. This man now began to tell his own story. He was a sailor for 13 years, making over 100,000 a year. He came to California, relocated with hand luggage. Nothing to show for it. But this is where I'm going this morning. He said he caused the spirit of disfavor. It is wanting to walk in favor. Is it that you are in favor or you are not? But it takes God's power to break spell of this favor. So this morning, I'm going to be ministering on winning the battles of life. Because there must be war in the realm of the spirit to cast out every spell and break every mark of the devil. And in the precious name of Jesus, by the time you leave here this morning, no spell, no mark of the enemy will remain over your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me tell you something. If you have to struggle for what e people get easily, something is wrong. If people have to say no to you all of the time and people you don't know, it's like they have made up their mind to just say no before you even approach, something is wrong. There are transactions in the realm of the spirit. Everything in the spirit determines what we see in the natural. There are two worlds that exist, the natural and the spirit. Even in the spirit, there are two worlds. There is the kingdom of darkness and there is the kingdom of our God, the kingdom of light. In the kingdom of darkness, bad things happen. Destinies are destroyed. The boy said, I caused the, the spirit of favor. The boy did all kinds of things. He turned in their eyes to a cat. The story was more than that. So I, I prayed for him. When they were going, the mother said, Pastor, I'm not going back home with this one. He's, he's going to stay with you. I said, I don't have where I put black hoods. He said, Pastor, I'm not going. Now, he, came, he has another daughter. He said, Pastor, the way I'm looking at this girl, too, they are close. So take both of them. I said, no, you are, you are going back home with him. Let me tell you what happened. The boy, they got home. I prayed for them. I said, it's going to be where They got home. Their pastor heard about it. He came and said, Blackus, what is going on? He hit the pastor. Boom. A 15-year-old built a man taller, bigger than me. Blood all over the places. They called police, 911, to arrest the boy. To separate them. The man was rushed to the hospital. Because another force kicked in. When he told police he has killed seven people, they said he has mental health. They took him to a psychiatric hospital. All kinds of things happened. More than that, because they came back to church. 
Let me tell you what happened. They came back the following week after they let, her go, let him go temporarily. They ended up in a psych home. I was in Chicago the following week I went to Chicago. The boy came to church. Somebody else minister. I was in Chicago ministry for Dr. K. In our church, he behaved. Everywhere else, it was a trouble. They made another call. I wasn't the one he came out. They led him to Christ again the second time. I did the first the Sunday evening before. <laughs> he came out again. He behaved himself. But he went home. He beat their pastor up. Why? <laughs> that is a sheriff in this house. Things happen in the spirit. Now, if you have to struggle in life, God did not design anybody to struggle. But due to many insensitivity or spiritual ignorance, people take abnormality as normal. And when people begin to struggle, begin to struggle, they adapt themselves to it instead of fighting their way out. I'm going to be ministering on winning the battles of life this morning. The purpose is that so that if there's anyone under the sound of my voice with a spell or a curse or the, the spirit of disfavor in the name of Jesus will be wiped out completely in Jesus' name. And you become a dawn of a new day in your life. In Micah chapter 7 and verse 8, the Bible says, Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. Somebody say, when I fall, when I, fall. I will arise. Please say it as many times as you can say it. When I fall, I will arise. When I fall, I will arise. When I fall, I will arise in the name of Jesus. Evil is real. I was in my teenage years, this is my biological younger brother there. When I had a prophecy, you are going to become a pastor. I was also told, God is going to bless you heavily as a young man, so that when you get into ministry, money won't be a distraction. And God did just that. I was in my early 20s when I've handled money. Favor just opened everywhere. In 1993, I took somebody to start staying with me. Young girl. And I did all I, all I could do to help her. Put her in a better school. But what I did not know is that she was a witch. 92, 93, 94, 95, everything crashed. And I had no clue. Life our adventure in life is an adventure into warfare. And we struggled through this for years. Nineteen ninety-five, I met my spiritual father, Bishop David Oedepo. He sent me to the Bible school, and that's put her into it. The new chapter opened. Fast forward 2003, I was pastor in Atlanta, Georgia. I got a call. This girl is confessing to witchcraft. I said, really? What did he say? He said everything about you. Do you want us to send out you the cassette? I said, no, I don't want to hear that stuff. But give me a highlight. He said it was, she was sent to your house to kill you. She said, but I told them you're a good person. You're a good person. He sent me to good school, give me everything I, me everything I needed. I said, I can't. Then they were mad with me. 
and I tried, I tried, I couldn't kill you. The only thing he did, she was saying, in, in, when I was staying with him, one day he beat his dog, and I was inside that dog. And I pleaded with him, he didn't agree, that was the only offense. None of them telling me this story knew I beat a dog. And I was there, and I remember she was the only one with me. At end, I'm telling you this in the house of the Lord. I remember when I was beating that dog that day, you know, I had a dog. One, you know, when you are young people, you have money, you, you do nonsense with money. One vet doctor will come every Saturday, bathe for the dog, and, and will take 500 naira from me every Saturday morning. And the dog will need something. Say he needs vitamin, 500. He needs a uh, headache, 500. So this dog now went out and go and mess himself up with poo. I got mad. So that's this for me beating the dog. So, but I remember as I was hitting this dog, I was afraid because I could see in the dog's eye like human eyes. And I remember, but I didn't know what it meant. 2004, she was now confessing. She said she was inside that dog. Then everything now came together. Life is a battlefield. Your adventure in life is full of warfare. That is the reason why life will not necessarily give you what you deserve. Not because the provision has not been made, but there is a contention of hell against your place in God. The Bible says in Amos chapter 6 and verse 1, Woe to you who are at ease in Zion and trust. That's why as a Christian, Zion in the church, woe to you, you can't be like a disciple about life. You can't just be passive about everything. You need to wake up. If things aren't going well, find out why. What is going on? Otherwise, the enemy will make your life miserable. You can walk and walk and walk. You have nothing to show for it. You can go to the best of school, get the best of education. It means nothing. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, the Bible says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Now, if there is no battle, there is nothing to overcome. So, in other words, every born again believer overcomes the world. Now, you are a Christian, it means there is war. There is war. There is war. Isaiah chapter 43 from verse 1 says, But now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob. I will form you, Israel. Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name, and you are mine. In verse 7, he said, For I am the Lord your God, the only one of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. What that means is that I traded their destiny for your destiny. In the precious name of Jesus, every agent of the devil against your life will lose their place for you to rise in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible also tells me it's a righteous thing to repay those who trouble you with tribulation. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will make tribulation the reward of your enemy. But I'm trying to tell you this morning, there is a war in the realm of the spirit. There is a war. You don't just say, this is my law, things are not working. Something is going on. Something is wrong. 
and it knows no geographical boundaries. Doesn't matter where you live. It's, it's a transaction in the realm of the spirit. You don't relocate out of a town because you are not doing well there. You fight the war. There are people that are in the United States. It's better for them to be here, to be back home. So it's not a matter of relocation. You deal with what is going on. And the question is not, it's not if you will pass through fire. It's whether you are even in it already. Let's begin to set down a certain that in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. Against powers, against the rulers of darkness in the, of this age. Spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. He says, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the, in the evil day. So the issue is not whether there will be an evil day. There is a programmed evil day. Satan will contend with your destiny. Satan will try to challenge your position. The question you want to ask yourself, is this all about me? Or is there some part of it that the enemy has taken? For we rest means it's an ongoing adventure. Not that we have rested or we will rest. For we rest is ongoing. That's why every testimony you have in life is a testimony of triumph. Now, Satan is the king of that kingdom of darkness. He's head of all principalities and powers. Hallelujah. So two kingdoms exist in the realm of the spirit, like I said at the beginning. The kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light. David says in Psalm 144 and verse 1, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands to war. So you have to learn to fight in the spirit. Not physical battles, not natural realms, warfare. Glory be to God's name. Warfare. Warfare. Anything evil hates anything good. Especially if you matter to life and destiny. The more warfare in your life, the more in the, the, the certainty, the, that's the indication that you are a threat potentially to the kingdom of darkness. If you have a lot of things going on in your life, a lot of things going against your life, what you should have been 20 years ago, you are still struggling to be here right now because Satan has seen something in your life. Everything is spiritually. Hallelujah. Let me show you a couple of things in scripture. Satan is a spirit. He manifests in people. Satan is a spirit. You see when I talk about witchcraft and all those things? That's why you can see, some, I have seen, God gave us dominion over witches. 
in the precious name of Jesus, every activity of witchcraft over your life against your life will end this morning. Amen. I was preaching in our church. It's still the same talking. I minister on the breakthrough power of love. I just ministered, not. I was there in midweek service. The moment service was over, the pastor there, our resident pastor there came to see me. He said, sir, he said, some people want to see you. I said, what for? Because I wanted to head back immediately. He said, they want to see you. Can we, can you? I said, let's go to your office. This woman came in and a young girl. At the moment they entered, the girl said, pastor, can you put your hands on my head? I said, what for? What's on your head? He said, just there on my eyes first. And of course, you've known a little bit. You don't do stuff like that. I said, who are you? She said like this. Then I smiled. You belong to RM? She said, yes. She said, if I knew is this kind of church, mother would not have let me come. I said, who is mother? He said, I thought it's like our church. So when I was telling you, you are in a good church, I know what I'm talking about. So that girl recognized. So she came to a wrong church, she got arrested. Who are you? She said, I'm a witch. She started confessing. She said, I put poison in my mother's body. The mother was several times my size. She showed me a whole picture and I whole self. There's no way you can believe it. I said, why? She said, those things are poisonous. So what kind of poison? She said, sickness. I asked the mother, how healthy are you? She said, she's on disability. She had four medical, four terminal diseases that they put her on permanent lifetime disabilities. The girl said, I caused it. But she got arrested by the power of God. She got arrested by God's power. So I'm trying to establish something this morning. Your battle is not against the man you know in the flesh. Your battle is against the devil. I don't mean, I don't say go relocate into the house of a witch. Because when they see you every day, they remember to do stuff. But what I'm saying is this, your battle is in the realms of the spirit against the spirit of witchcraft. Satan recruits and uses people. Now, like I say, is jokingly in California when I minister, some people are on full-time payroll of Satan. Those are the witches, the wizards. That's their life. Some people are temporary employees. It's as needed. So just show up in one bank for something, somebody just begins to fight you. Satan has recruited that person for just five minutes or ten minutes. Or you are just in the traffic, somebody just cut you off. Say, what's going on? Say, something's wrong with your father. Come here, we'll fight. It's just on about 30 minutes assignment. <laughs> Glory be to God's name. Because it's the spirit of the devil that do things like that. There are only two spirits, Holy Spirit. The other spirit, the Holy Spirit can't say, let's fight. <laughs> Holy Spirit can say, let's fight. The day we arrived from the U.S. on Monday, my folks were in the car. Police stopped us somewhere. You remember? Police stopped us. Stopped us. And I started like this. He said, well, we are operational. Whatever. Stop and search. I said, okay. I said, should I come down? Should I raise up my hand? He said, no. I said, okay. So what do you do? Search. We had three vehicles. This is us. This vehicle. There are two other ones in the back. And she said, he said, well, the way I'm looking at you now, uh, you are different. I said, okay. <laughs> so what do you need? 
said, what about all this luggage? Because all the cars were, trunks were full of stuff. I said, I'm just coming from the United States. I'm a pastor. He said, yes. <laughs> I see God's glory. He said, just do something for boys now. <laughs> what did you bring from the U.S.? I, I told my cousin, I said, give him something. He said, no, I can't give him something. I said, give him something. He has shown respect. The guy said, some people come from Jesus, they start cussing us out. That's the spirit of the devil. Sometimes, if you manifest temporal insanity, it might be the devil. You just de display hangout necessarily. Even as a Christian, you might be working for the devil. Let me show you one scripture. In Luke chapter 22, verse 1 to 6. Now, Luke 22, verses 1 to 6. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought out they might kill him. They were looking for how to kill Jesus. Are you hearing me? For they feared the people. So they were looking for how to kill him. This plot was going on. And they didn't know what to do. In verse 3, the Bible said, Then Satan entered Judas. Judas was a disciple, so he was a Christian. Jesus and Peak his disciples. So he, Jesus filtered him. He screened him through the Holy Ghost. But even with the Holy Ghost, Satan entered him. They needed a satanic operation. They didn't know what to do. Then Satan entered the vulnerable disciple. Because now Satan entered him, see what he did. Satan entered Judas Iscariot, Sodom Iscariot, who was not among the twelve. So he went his way, confirmed with the chief priest captains how he might betray him. And they were glad, they agreed with money. So the moment Satan entered him, Holy Spirit had left. So all those journey looking for how to sell him, it was on assignment for the devil. Satan is a spirit. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying this morning. So Satan has occupied him. Satan is behind every evil people do. And when Satan enters somebody, that would be mother afflicting their children, cousins afflicting their cousin, brothers praying their brother to die, brothers wishing their brother to fall. When Satan entered Judas Iscariot, when Satan needs an assignment, he looks for who to use. So he found Judas. So Satan is behind every inexplicable things in your life. If you're wondering, why does this person hate my life? And you know you have done everything to gain peace. And nothing is working. Satan is using him or her. And there are many situations like that. Why is my manager is just against me? Now, not too long ago, I have an account officer here in the U, in, 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 not U.S., in, in, in Nigeria. He called me one day. He, this guy knows I'm a pastor. He says, I want to talk to you. I'm at home. He said, my manager is all against me. I'm the next to her. I'm I, I I the, without praising myself, I'm the best in the branch. I'm a blessing to her. I do all these things. And this guy is very creative. He's able to get people like us to get many things done. So we move accounts 
I recommend, we recommend every account to him. He said, I do a lot of stuff for the branch. The branch is nowhere because of me. But this woman doesn't like my life. I've begged, I've pleaded. This is going on now. I said, let us pray. I, I said, let's pray. I said, Father, I cast out the devil inside that woman. Let, let her begin to behave from this moment. So the lady said, the guy said he came back the next day. The lady said, oh, how are you? He said the first time she greeted him. Just when she was wondering what happened. She said, well, I bought these things. The last time I traveled, cookies and chocolate. I have this thing, da, da, da. I don't know if you like them. The guy called me. <laughs> I said the devil is out of him, out of her. That's what it is. In the precious name of Jesus, everyone manifesting as a devil against your life, I decree that they should repent in Jesus' name. Those that won't repent, they are arrested by God's power. So Satan is behind every struggle, every contentions. He's behind rebellious children. He's behind anything going wrong. Let me show you one scripture. In Matthew chapter 16 from verse 21, from that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. Then Peter, the disciple, took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. Far be to you. This will not happen to you. Jesus turned and said, get me behind Satan. Jesus called Peter Satan. Jesus was telling his vision, his assignment. Peter was claiming, we love you too much, you won't die. Not knowing that if he didn't die, he has failed. <laughs> Jesus knew, is Satan speaking with this guy? He said, get behind me, Satan. Satan temporarily took him. Satan is a spirit. That's why the battle must be in the realms of the spirit. Your battles are not against the people. You never win when you look at an individual and you limit the spiritual warfare against your life to them. That's why if I know you are an agent of the devil against me, if you want to be my friend, I'm still your friend. But behind you, I'm casting out the devil inside of you. I'm still going to be your friend. But behind you, warfare is going on. I'm praying, Lord, every spirit of striving, every spirit of bitterness and hatred inside this fellow, let it, let it be consumed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Jesus called Peter the apostle, Satan, because he manifested. That's why as a Christian, you don't fight spiritual battles anyhow. You have to have death. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as the one that beats the hair. There are many people doing spiritual warfare, they are just beating shadows. They are just praying. They are just praying, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, with no knowledge of who the devil is. I therefore fight not as the one that beats the hair. There are many people punches the hair, wind. Nothing is happening in the realms of the spirit. The unending opposition against you is because you have been fighting the wrong enemy. 
Satan is a spirit. You never look at somebody, no matter what I do, you go back. It's beyond them. Peter didn't know the devil was using him. Peter thought he was the, he was the best. Just now, there is devil inside of you. If you rise up against me and begin to do something, I already know you are on assignment for the devil. I'll be wasting my time to think you are the problem. You are not my problem. It's the devil that has been after me since I was born. It's not just going to go and wait for me inside you. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, every devil against your life in anyone, anywhere, I cast out this morning. In the name of Jesus, every agent of the devil against your life in operations, against your destiny, the fulfillment of your life is cast out in the name of Jesus. Paul said, I fight not as the one that beats the hair. Psalms 43 verses 3 to 5. God, your sword upon your majesty, almighty one, with your glory and your majesty, in your majesty, ride prosperously because of the truth, humility and righteousness. Nothing guarantees your victory than the truth. What is the truth? The revelation of what Jesus has done. The revelation of redemption. If any man be in Christ, is a new man. All things have passed away. So walking in the truth, walking in the, in the reality of what God has done. You don't want to know no superstitions, no religion. Don't put yourself under any fear. Say, I can't go to this place because of this thing. You are going to be in bondage forever. You face the truth. Let me say, having spoiled principalities and power. He triumphed over them publicly. The victory of Jesus over Satan is a public spectacle. You ride in the reality of these things and contend against hell. Somebody came to me one time in, the, in America, in part of the family. He said, all these things happened in the family. He, he now began to mention name. This person is struggling. That person is struggling. That person can't be this. That person is that. This one made it and crashed. He said, you, what have you done? I carry my Bible. I said the truth in this world. I believe the Bible more than anything else. The Bible says, I win, I win. I just receive it into my life and I become it. Obedience to the truth. Obedience to the truth. Champions only emerge out of conflict. We have battles, but you win your battles. Winning the battles of life. When my wife and I got married, it wasn't elaborate, but we got married. For three years, we were believing God for the fruit of the womb. And it wasn't happening. I was becoming stressful for her. It wasn't stressful for me that much. 
But I read in Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 and 26, you shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread and your water. He will take sickness away from the midst of thee. None shall be barren in thy land. I will serve, he will bless. To serve, to bless, none shall be barren. I told my wife, in God's agenda for my life, there are places for children there. Satan can't tamper with that agenda. He can't tamper with the children. The Bible now says, serve, I bless. Serve, I bless. Then I'll be foolish not to serve. You shall serve the Lord your God. And he will bless your bread and your water. So I will also be blessed by serving. This was in the early 90s. We key into anything about God. When, you know why me and Apostle Jel were so close? We got to America around the same time. He got in there before me, and we met a couple of months after we got to America. We had the same mentality, the same just serve God. No, people were telling him, go do pharmacy. Go do this thing. He said, yeah, the call of God on his life. People were telling me, do this. People even find job for me. I never, I, never, I never showed up because they like me. They found me jobs. I never went there. Because the Lord said to me, I have brought you to the United States, not as others have come. I have brought you to use you to bless my people. He said, preach my word, and I'm going to take care of you. Nothing in the hand of doctors, engineers, and I can't that will command your envy. I'll bless him that blesses you. Him that causes you, I will cause. That was my marching order in the year 2000. I serve, you will bless, you will kill my enemies. <laughs> Nothing's more rewarding than that. I got into ministry full time. The first year, first few years of ministry was payless. Dr. King knows everything. It was no salary, but I was serving as if I was getting all the money. Because I knew God's going to pay me with every other thing. We key into kingdom service. Our first child turned 26 a couple of months ago. We have four biological children to the glory of God. I can't count the number of spiritual children. So that's it, we can't have children. For what? You shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your, 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 your bread and your water. He will take sickness away from the midst of thee. That is an eternal law. He overrules every traps of the devil against your life. So you serve based on revelation of scripture. No devil can stop your blessing. In the name of Jesus, everyone under the side of my voice that has been waylaid by the devil, in Jesus' precious name, you are free today. Yeah. Why the children started coming? When we have a second child, my wife was taking something not to have children. She got pregnant. Because there's an higher law that is an operation. You shall serve. Do you know that we plan to have two children? We are for. You shall serve, I shall bless. You shall serve, I shall bless. The truth. He said, he will bless. He will bless. He brought his brothers from Ghana. They were, they've been married how many years? They've been married four years looking for a child. He had this testimony. He invited them to America. The couple came. I lay hands on them. I just go to them. I prophesied over their life. They went back to Ghana. Is it nine months or one year after they came? Three months after 
they go back, she was pregnant, they have children. You shall serve the Lord your God. And he will bless your bread and your water. He will take sickness away from the midst of thee. None shall be barren in the land. In the name of Jesus, anyone called barren in this sanctuary this morning, I call you a joyful mother. The devil told him he won't have children. He asked for. The problem is not the devil. The problem is the lack of the application of the truth. The devil will always be there. It will always be the devil. That's why God gave us the truth. You just apply the truth. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. So when people see us, they can see God's glory like fragrance. So the blessing of God, the fragrance of God's power begin to emit out of you. Fragrance. When you wear cologne, I do. I like that a lot. So, some places, where my children in church, they know that it just passed this place. It just, it just passed this place. Some of them, they know the name. Me, I don't know the name of what I put on, but they know the name. <laughs> I never look at the name. They know the name. I don't know the name. They know. Diffuses like a fragrance through you and I. People will start smelling God in your life. People will start smelling God in your life. You don't understand what I'm saying. In the mighty name of Jesus, every man under the sound of my voice, online or on site, people will start smelling God in your life. When people see you, they will see God's glory. When people see you, they will see God's power. When people see you, you will become a carrier of breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus, I decree breakthrough over your career, breakthrough over your ministry, breakthrough over your children. In the mighty name of Jesus, your struggles in life are over in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Rise to your feet. Battles of life don't go because it has been long. Satan is ageless. Battles of life goes because you fight. I say, I will contend with him that contends with you. There must be contention in the spirit. You don't watch the battle of lives and just let Satan make a misery out of your life. Whatever you don't, whatever you permit becomes bigger. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Not in the flesh. Against principalities and power. In the name of Jesus. Every principalities and power assigned against your success is arrested this morning in Jesus' name. But we are going to pray. Glory be to God's name. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I can't hear you this morning. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. The Bible says it is a righteous thing to repay those who trouble you with tribulation. Your enemies are going to get a paycheck today with tribulation in Jesus' name. I'd like you to open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, according to your word, repay every agent of my life with tribulation in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Repay, repay, repay every trouble of my Israel with tribulation in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Repay everyone that trouble me with tribulations. Repay everyone that trouble me with tribulations. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. You can do better than this, people of God. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. 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 Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Somebody lift up your voice. Shout it, let him hear you. Repay with tribulations everyone that troubles me. Replay with tribulations everyone that troubles me. Lift up your voice in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to shout it. Begin to pray it. Begin to pray it. Begin to pray it. Come on, go ahead and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. In Jesus' mighty name. You know, I know this is a praying church. Because I know Apostle is a praying man. So you haven't done anything. You may never have to raise a prayer request in your life again except prayer of thanksgiving. Please pray when I say pray. In Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You are going to pray. Do something new in my life. Make a road in the wilderness of my life and rivers in my desert. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lord, do something new in my life. New chapter, new beginning, new grace, new favor. Do something new in my life. Come on, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Do something new in my life. Do something new in my life. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Come on, pray in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. New favor, new... Come on, begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Start something new in my life. Start something new in my life. Start something new in my life. Start something in my life. Start something new in my life. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Reto sika la parata leba. 
Open your mouth and begin to pray. Do something in my life. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. You know, it dawned on me when that girl confessed to witchcraft. May I tell you something? Since the day that girl confessed to witchcraft, she's been in a psychiatric state since then, since 2003 or 2004. Till today. In the precious name of Jesus, every monitoring agent of the devil against your life, I send them into a psychiatric state. They will suffer mental slavery. From this morning in the name of Jesus. We still have time for more prayer. It dawned on me that she was a monitoring instrument of the devil. You know when you had a dog, she entered the dog. The dog is inside your house every day. The dog knows. Monitoring agent. I want to tell you, I don't care how that person relates to you. Pray before you bring any family member to your house. Yeah. I'm just telling you the truth. You can help people from afar. I'm telling you the truth this morning. You can help people from afar. In year 2000, in 1992, not 2000, year 1992, I was living in Butebeta. And I had all kinds of siblings and cousins stayed with me. And I would never say no to anybody. When I wanted to enter my house, I'll, if I come late, I'll be walking like this on top of people sleeping. I just noticed for the past three months, everything has gone south. People were hoeing me money, they were in pain. I was in business. And God has blessed me very heavily. I didn't know what was going on. Then I went to my mother. I told her. She took me to their pastor in Elisha. And we left, they said, I had, they call it one Yoruba name, but it means I had contamination in my house. I said, really? Without knowing, I suspected somebody. I came home on a Friday. My mother locked me in the church for three days. In the church, everybody didn't know. People thought I was coming to church early in the morning because they would do 5 a.m. service. I was sleeping in the church on wood for three days. I got back. Everybody, you have to leave. Everybody. But I had my suspect. So one of them, you know, it hurt me that I was driving people away from my house. I told you, you come back on Monday. But my direct sibling, I told them to stay. I drove everybody away. It was a Saturday around 11 a.m. So I was hurt by this decision that I made. It was very painful. So I went to sleep. I woke up around 4. I said, let me just drive out. I got in the car. I was in Maryland by the traffic light. One guy, I was telling you guys a story this morning about money in the trunk, right? 
I said I took the money to somebody in Okwebi. Right. I was saying the story of this car. It's linked to this story. So there was this custom guy that was my business partner. We do things together. I, I knew this guy. That midnight, you know, I told you it was another midnight. I took the money I told you about to his house. I'll go to this guy's house at 12 midnight, 11 p.m., 1 p.m. We'll do stuff together. Now, during this three months of siege against my life, he was telling me I went to his house at 9 p.m. He shot the glass. I was looking at him in the sliding door. He said he should tell me that he's not at home. And that was abnormal. Somebody that would go to your house at midnight. 9 p.m. was too late. You're not saying you're not at home. Everybody started hoeing me, they were in pain. For three months, everything went down. This Thursday, I drove everybody out. This, this Saturday. I was in traffic in Maryland driving like this. I just had somebody honking. Pa, 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 pa. I looked at him, it was this guy. He rolled down his window. I didn't want to roll down my own. I was upset at that time. Then I did. I looked at him like this. He said, what's happening? You want to turn me to a debtor? Roll down your window properly, properly. I rolled down my window. He threw a bag of money inside my car. The same day. I said, really? Then I made a turn back to Ikorodu Road. He said, go and count the money. See me in the office on Monday. The money was more than how much he was owing me. The same day, I stopped in the Lukwaju on Koka. I had one, this one we didn't fight, but he was, he was with me also. I didn't meet him at home. I met the wife. The wife said, so this one we're very close. He said, I know your brother is holding you money, but you only get him good stuff. You know, I was dealing in shoes and so He said, if you get me some good stuff, I will facilitate you getting your money quickly. I said, really? Are you sure? He said, yes. I said, I said we have a deal. The woman went upstairs, brought 30,000 naira, and put it on the table. He said, he's only started because he told me. I should go with the money. Don't forget, I just got money in Maryland in the car. I should go with the money. He said, yes. I took the money. Then she went to cook for me. But the money was in the bag. As I was eating, the, I'll be out in a minute. As I, was, as I was eating, the man came. He saw the bag, money bag. He said, who owns this bag? He said, it's not yours. It's my bag. We play about it. He, he paid me that day. Between that Saturday and the following Saturday, nobody was showing me again. Why? I threw somebody out of my house. Glory be to God's name. Let me give you one prayer. I will go. I need to pray this one. Zechariah chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Then I raised my eyes and looked, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. So I said, Where are you going? And he said to me, To measure Jerusalem, to see what is width and what is its length. There are monitoring agents. You are going to pray every monitoring agent and instrument of the devil against my life. Be broken, be consumed by fire. Every monitoring agent of the devil against my life. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Be consumed in the name of Jesus. Be consumed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' mighty name. You can go ahead and pray that prayer at home. I'm glad to be here this morning. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that a new beginning has begun. Amen. I decree supernatural favor over your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's a dawn of a new day. Amen. Watch out. Something new will begin to happen in your life. Amen. 
Watch out. New doors will be opened on you in the name of Jesus. New jobs, new business, new friendship, new relationship, new doors in the name of Jesus. Every closed door shall be open. Where they have said no to you, go back. They will be looking for you. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.